protein, this protein, that good Lord, everywhere you look, something just has, you know, 20 grams of protein on the label. And we automatically see this and we just think to ourselves, oh, look, it's got tons of protein. This must be healthy. Hey there, and welcome to Becoming Natural with me, your host, Victoria Ray. I am a certified transformational nutrition coach and specialist in the areas of mental wellness and nutrition. This podcast is to provide you with the knowledge and tools that you need to live a healthy and natural life in today's society where so, so many things are contaminated with man-made chemicals and things that we just would not encounter in nature. So today, what I wanted to discuss was something that's really, really taken over the fitness and nutrition industry as of late, and that is protein powders, protein cookies, protein candy bars, protein this, protein that. Good Lord, everywhere you look, something just has, you know, 20 grams of protein on the label. And we automatically see this and we just think to ourselves, oh, look, it's got tons of protein. This must be healthy. And that's not always the case. A lot of these times, the protein that is in these uh, products is extremely processed. Um, it's made from like a protein concentrate. It's, um, you know, usually made with soy. And uh, personally, I don't hate soy. Uh, soy is a phytoestrogen, but the problem with soy is one, it's extremely, extremely processed when it's put into things like uh, these protein powders, these protein candies, or in the little, you know, gross soy burgers that are becoming the new thing. Um, and most soy, actually 90% of soy is a genetically modified crop and it's contaminated with a pesticide called glyphosate. Now, glyphosate is a huge, huge problem. It is extremely destructive to our microbiome because the point of glyphosate is to kill these tiny little critters that would be getting on the crops. So when we are ingesting this, you know, herbicide, pesticide, it is destroying the little bacterias in in our microbiome. And as we've come to realize over the past few years, the medical community has done countless, countless studies on how important the microbiome is. 80% of our serotonin is produced in our microbiome. And if our microbiome is being destroyed, what do you think that is doing to our serotonin levels that is contributing to, you know, the insane, insane depression rates that we have going on right now. So as a country in America, we have the worst, absolute worst microbiomes of any other country in the world. And it is directly related to what we're eating. We're, you know, eating refined sugars, we're eating refined carbohydrates, and we're ingesting so many herbicides and pesticides on all of our foods. 
especially when we're eating these processed soy products. Uh, now, another problem that I have with soy is when it is isolated into this, you know, protein state, um, it becomes, you know, extremely unnatural and it can cause hormonal disruptions in our bodies. And I know that some of you have probably looked into how soy can affect estrogen and it can, it can when it is, you know, so, so denatured that it does pretty much identically represent on a chemical level estrogen. So if we are consuming tons of this processed soy, what is this doing to our hormones? Especially if you're a man, I would, I would not, I would not be consuming these extremely processed soy products. Uh, another problem with it is these processed soy can take calcium and vital minerals out of our body. Uh, so when looking at a protein powder, or a protein product, if this is what you're looking for, look for some type of alternative. If you're looking for a plant-based alternative, pea protein, pumpkin protein, um, you know, those are going to be better options for your health than soy. Uh, one of the second things that is wrong with these protein products is what I'm going to call them protein products uh, is the whey protein isolate. Now don't get this confused. I'm not talking about whey protein concentrate, which is something completely different. I'm talking about whey protein isolate. And this is so, so processed. It is highly, highly processed. Uh, you know, most whey protein isolates are from, you know, these cows that are treated with all kinds of antibiotics, drugs, uh, genetically modified crops, you know, things that cows probably shouldn't be ingesting. And when we're ingesting something from our food, so milk from this cow that has been given antibiotics, uh, corn or soy, because you know they feed cattle lots of corn and soy, these are inflammatory things. This animal is going to be inflamed we are in turn eating inflamed products, which is going to cause inflammation in us. So if we are getting a whey product, we do want to look for a product that is from grass-fed cattle, uh, cattle that are not treated with antibiotics and not treated with drugs, uh, because in turn, that's going to be better for our health. It doesn't just stop with the cow. We are ingesting, or a goat, or whatever you're getting your milk from, uh, that is directly translated into our bodies when we're consuming that from them. Uh, so this milk is processed, it's uh, exposed to acids, you know, it strips out all these minerals, and then we're making this isolate after all these steps of processing. So, uh, you know, consuming this can acidify our body and our body really needs to stay in an alkaline state. So when we do acidify our body, that actually contributes to uh, autoimmune diseases and all kinds of other degenerate diseases that we obviously want to avoid. So uh, whey protein isolate, definitely, definitely not one that I would suggest. Whey protein concentrate, on the other hand, is going to be fine. And again, if you want to take that extra step in caring 
for your body, do look for grass-fed or cattle that are not treated with antibiotics, drugs, and not fed these inflammatory foods. Another problem with these protein products is artificial flavoring. So artificial flavoring is actually just a bunch of chemicals that some food scientists made in a laboratory. Uh, now these are synthetic ingredients. They are made by chemical manipulation through whatever process these crazy scientists go through several years of school to learn how to do. And I mean, good for them, you know, being chemists and like, that's super, super awesome. But these things that they're making, these artificial flavorings are intentionally engineered so that our brain is addicted to them and so that we cannot get enough. Now, this is a huge problem because one, what are these chemicals doing to our body? Uh, they're probably disrupting our hormones. And most of them are going to be made from oil or from like tar petroleum products. And, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not really a fan of eating petroleum products. Uh, you know, uh, they can also be made from like wood pulp and other weird, crazy things. So, you know, that may start out with something natural, but through the process of chemical manipulation, they're making these artificial chemicals that are damaging our brains, it's damaging as well our microbiome. Uh, so I, I really do suggest avoiding artificial flavoring. Here's another one that is kind of, it's a little harder to avoid because it's in almost everything, unfortunately. And this is natural flavoring. Now you're thinking, hey, Victoria, it's natural flavoring. Like, what's the deal? It clearly says natural, like that's not a problem, right? Well, here's the thing. Natural flavoring is pretty much the same as artificial flavoring, but <laughs> it starts out as a natural source. So like a plant uh, or an animal. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about the raspberry thing coming from beaver butthole. If you haven't, please do yourself a favor. Look it up. And yes, raspberry flavoring comes from the anal gland of beaver. And this is considered a natural flavor. How gross is that? <laughs> so uh, don't think you're safe with natural flavors. They can contain preservatives, emulsifiers, solvents, you know, chemical additives, and it's, it, these can be made of upwards of hundreds of ingredients. Like, it's insane the amount of chemicals and ingredients that go into making these natural and artificial flavorings. And again, these are intentionally made and intentionally added into the food so that one, it most of the time tastes sweeter, tastes better, we're craving it, and we want to keep coming back to this manufacturer to keep buying their product, which is their ultimate goal. So if you can avoid natural flavors, that would probably be in your best interest, but I understand this one is in pretty much everything, so it's, it is a little harder to avoid. Uh, something else that we really want to talk about that is a big big thing with these protein products is, you know, they'll put on the label 20 grams of protein, zero sugars. Oh, like, okay. And then you take a bite of it and holy shit, is it sweet? Like, what is that about? How, how is it sweet? And there's no sugar in it. Oh, artificial sugar. And you're thinking, oh, cool. Look, so it's, 
it's, uh, you know, um, what is one like aspartame or sucralose or something like that. Like it's, it's good. It's not sugar. It's sugar free. That is actually worse. And here is the reason that it is worse. One, your body's going to process that sugar like sugar. Your body processes it the same way. And what it does to your brain is your brain takes half of all the sugar that you consume because your brain is a greedy motherfucker. And it's like, yeah, give me that sugar. So when you take a bite of something and it's made with sucralose or another artificial sweetener, your brain's really excited because it tastes sweet. So it's like, all right, dude, I am ready for this. Give me half that sugar. And then all of a sudden it doesn't get any. So your brain is like a two-year-old and it's going to throw a tantrum and it's going to freak out and be like, dude, what the hell? You told me that I was getting this sugar and I don't have any sugar. So it's going to get mad at you and it's going to make you crave more sugar more food and you are going to eat more and this is not your fault your brain is a crazy crazy powerful powerful thing so you will end up eating more food and if your goal is to avoid you know gaining weight if you're trying to lose weight and that's the reason you're eating this artificial sugar in the first place you are directly directly um going the opposite direction then you want to go with that Another big, 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 big problem with sucralose, and here is what I think is makes sucralose so, so terrible, is it contributes to depression directly. Now, how does it do this? Sucralose destroys, destroys your microbiome. And where is 80% of our serotonin produced? In our microbiome. So by consuming sucralose and even other artificial sweeteners, we are contributing to depression in our own bodies. So it's, to me, if you ask me, it is not worth it. I avoid artificial sweeteners like the plague. If it is in anything, I do not eat it. Uh, One, because first of all, it's not natural. I'm messing with my hormones. I'm messing with my brain. I really don't want to piss my brain off. I don't know about you guys, but I I don't want my brain mad at me telling me to eat other crap because I tricked it with sugar. So (laughs) I'm, I am not a fan of the artificial sweeteners. You know, uh, another thing it does is it promotes fat storage, which again, you know, most people are eating these because they're thinking, I'm not eating sugar, so I'm not going to get fat. Actually, it's promoting fat storage in your body, increasing your appetite, increasing your sugar cravings, and it is going to lead to a larger waistline, which is what most of us do not want. Uh, They've also been linked to cancer in animal studies. So again, I like to avoid artificial sweeteners. Uh, So, um, The other ones are refined sugars. And now sugar is really addictive. We understand that. It makes us tired. It makes us age faster. It makes our skin dull, you know, and actually weakens our immune system, which is a huge problem right now with, you know, all the virus stuff that's going on and everybody, um, 
you know, getting sick and we, we want strong immune systems. So avoiding sugar is going to be good. But here's the thing is when you buy these products uh, on the back, they don't just say sugar. They're going to say something like corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup, which dear God, do not. I do not eat high fructose corn syrup. One, because fructose, you know, which is found in fruits, uh, contributes to weight gain. So our ancestors would be eating these fruits, which are only grown for, what, a couple months out of the year. Normally, hunters and gatherers would get these towards the end of summer, the beginning of fall. They would get these fruits. They would start eating them. You know, they're high in fructose. They're very ripe. And that signals our body to start storing fat. Why? Because winter is coming. Winter is coming. And (laughs) we need to store fat so that we can survive over the winter. So eating these fruits, I'm not saying avoid fruits. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just trying to help you understand why our body is storing the fat. Uh, So, you know, we're eating these signals our body. Hey, go ahead, start storing fat. Cool. Good deal. No problem. Now we've got this high fructose corn syrup, which is concentrated fructose. Holy shit. Are we like eating 10,000 fruits and one soda like our body doesn't know what's going on and it's going to be triggered to start storing fat because that's what your gene sequencing is telling your body to do there's nothing wrong with you your body's working perfectly fine it's doing what it's supposed to so if you want to go ahead and start storing fat like a bear for the winter eat the fructose corn syrup eat the corn syrup eat the you know crazy science made sugar that is contributing to the obesity epidemic. There's other ingredients on there that are going to be sugars, which are maltodextrin, dextrose, and the list goes on and on and on. Now, if you do get something that is made with sugar, just look at the sugar content. Make sure it's not extremely high because, you know, we're not going to be able to avoid sugars, um, but you're best off avoiding the high fructose corn syrup again. Uh, Some other things that are in these protein products that I have a huge problem with. Number one, actually one, one of the biggest things on my list is vegetable oils. Refined vegetable oils like canola oil, soybean oil are in pretty much all of these products. They're in your protein powders, they're in your protein bars, They're in your protein cookies. They're in most of your fitness supplements. And we really, really want to avoid these oils because these are polyunsaturated fatty acids. I know what you're thinking. Victoria, the American Heart Association has told me my whole life I need to avoid, uh, you know, the other fats and I need to eat the polyunsaturated fatty acids. Wrong, dude. Polyunsaturated fatty acids are contributing to weight gain like a motherfucker. Why do we see this spike in fat and obese individuals and this spike in seed oils? One, because these seed oils go through so much processing because you're not getting fats from these seeds. Like they don't naturally create lots of fats. So they have to go through tons of processing. We're processing them with chemicals like defoaming agents, hexane, 
Oh, good Lord. Look that up if you want to have a nightmare. Uh, chemical solvents, steamers, denaturalizers, waxers, bleach, deodorizers. Uh, it's going through all these chemical processes to try and get out this tiny, tiny bit of fat that's in these seed oils. And what these do is they go into our fat cells and they, they're hard to burn. So our body is getting them, it's processing them, it's turning them into fat. So now we've got all this fat and our body's not burning it because it's a polyunsaturated fatty acid. This is a problem. I don't want fat that I can't use. I want fat that I can use. So good fats are going to be like natural fats that are found in animal products. Uh, butter, ghee, uh, coconut oil, olive oil, almond flour oil. Did I say almond flour oil? What the hell? Almond oil and walnut oil. Um, what's another one? Avocado. I think I was trying to say avocado when I said almond flour oil. Maybe I'm just thinking about almond flour. I made some almond flour scones yesterday. Man, they were super good. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> I don't know. But we, we really do want to avoid these seed oils. They are very detrimental to our health. Um, they're contributing to cancers as well. This is something that I, I avoid. One, I have noticed that canola oil causes me to have eczema. So I had eczema for a long time. Um, you know, I went to a doctor, a couple different doctors, you know, uh, I've got eczema. Yeah, we don't really know what causes eczema. Some people just have it. Some people don't. Okay, sure. Whatever. Um, that's not true at all. Uh, your skin is a direct reflection of whatever is going on in your body. So nothing that's happening on the outside of your body is happening just on the outside of your body. It is a direct reflection of something that's going on internal. So whenever I cut out these vegetable oils, I no longer had eczema. I haven't had an eczema breakout in years because I have avoided these vegetable oils. Dandruff, same thing. It, it, it was insane. <clears throat> and it's crazy like how you can cut this out. And within a few weeks, you start, one, you start feeling better. And two, um, you know, the skin problems that I was having completely cleared up. Absolutely crazy. Uh, something else that's added into these protein products are going to be synthetic vitamins. Uh, so you're thinking maybe all oh, vitamins are healthy, but here's the problem. If they're made in a lab from things like coal tar, petroleum, or genetically modified crops treated with glyphosate, other pesticides, and herbicides, they're going to have, they're not going to be as good as their natural counterparts. You know, they're not going to be absorbed into your body as well as a vitamin that's going to be present in the natural world. Um, so if you want some vitamins in, you know, your protein stuff, look for vitamins from whole food sources. And I don't mean whole foods as in the store. Uh, if you want to go to Whole Foods to get your vitamins, go ahead. But I, when I say Whole Foods sources, I mean like berries, uh, leafy green vegetables. So if you're making a shake, go, dude, go ahead and add those in. You can blend some spinach or kale into your smoothie. And honestly, you're really not going to taste it. Um, at least personally. I don't. You might you might hate it. Hey, maybe that's okay. Uh, go find a different way to get your vitamins. Uh, but synthetic vitamins... Uh, those are really, they're not going to be the best for you. 
Another thing that's going to be found in most protein products is going to be pesticides. Um, that's just because these are not certified organic, which means that these crops are going to be treated with pesticides, herbicides. And I, I know we talked on this a little bit here at the beginning, um, but a lot of this stuff is neurotoxic. Again, it's going to disrupt your microbiome. It's going to contribute to disease, health issues, all kinds of things that we can really avoid by just choosing organic products. And I understand that organic products can normally be a little bit more expensive, but I mean, if you're buying protein powders anyways, you're already spending $40, $50 on a jug of protein powder. Why not spend a couple extra dollars on something that is certified organic so you're not ingesting pesticides into your body? So these are just some things I kind of want to let you guys know about these protein products that are out there on the market. Uh, I know they're very convenient. They're easy to buy. You know, you go into the gas station, you're on a road trip and you're like, well, shit, I don't want to eat chips. Look at this protein cookie. I can just eat this instead. Uh, a better option is probably if you're looking for something like that, get some nuts, get some like a fruit and nut mix, not, not the ones with M&Ms in them. Jesus, do not, do not buy that. Uh, but it, there are better options out there for us. Um, we don't have to be confined to what the fitness industry is telling us is good for us because at the end of the day, their goal is to sell their product. They can sit there all day long and put zero sugar, 20 grams of protein on the label and people are going to buy it because they're not going to know that it's actually basically just junk food. So just be conscious of what you're buying, where your money is going. There are brands out there that make bread, better products that are organic, that do actually have clean sources of protein and good sugars like coconut sugar, monk fruit sugar, stevia leaf sugar. And, you know, just look for those products if you are looking for something like that. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Go ahead and leave a comment if there is something that you guys really want to know about nutrition. If there's any questions you have, go ahead and ask your question. I'll go ahead and reach out to you with some answers. And I have very, very much enjoyed you guys stopping by and listening to this podcast. Now, I have some super, super exciting things in the work for you guys right now, so make sure that you tune in next Friday for my second podcast where I'm going to be giving you guys some information on some really, really awesome stuff that is going to be coming out. So until next time, go ahead and do yourself a huge favor and have a freaking amazing day.